Hello and welcome to another Kingdom Golfer podcast. Going to talk a little bit about playing under pressure. Um, so it can be the pressure that we just put on ourselves. It can be tournaments. It can be playing with a friend, playing for a handicap, any number of things that that just put that little bit of extra pressure on your game. Um, I think the point is that it's you really need to know yourself. It's not always a bad thing. Um, I think in most sports and most competitions I tend to play better under pressure um some people maybe less so and if you're not then you need to just kind of have a think about that and how you can take the pressure off uh, me and buddy Ethan if you've seen my Instagram we played our virtual open round with the golf golficity they do something called the virtual open um so they've got listeners from all around the world and it's not really practical to, to get together and have a tournament, so they kind of do it online. I uh, really recommend it if you guys aren't listening to their podcast, give it a listen, go find out what it is. Um, it's just a really, really good idea, and it's there's a leaderboard and there's a couple of prizes and stuff. Um, but I think really for me and, and for Ethan as well, it was just the idea of putting a little bit of extra pressure on the round. Um, it's great playing with friends and it being sociable and being enjoyable. But I think it's always, I've always been curious to kind of see how I would play under pressure. So last night was also my second card to go towards my handicap, which is great. Um, the next one will be my third. And then after that, I'll be able to put it in, get my handicap and start playing competition. So I'll kind of get to see what I play like under that actual competition situation. But I think last night playing in this virtual open was almost a little bit of a taster of feeling like there's a little bit at stake and there's no take backs and you've got to score this one properly and all that type of stuff. Um, so fortunately it didn't start very well and second round in a row where I've arrived at like one minute before tea time, got to kind of knock a couple of putts and swing a couple of shots into the net, but not really a lot. It wasn't really a great way to start off. And um, actually the first hole I played okay got into the green in three shots um, and then I three putted which was a really annoying I've been putting a lot of practice into my putting and was disappointed in the three putt in the first hole but actually a bogey on the first hour course you're quite happy with and that kind of gets you going then through the next three holes I ended up dropping nine well eight shots so nine in total on the first four so playing at 17 handicap looking at that card Saying I'm nine over through four. That's not really the round that I was hoping for either my handicap or for the virtual open either. So I think part of that, probably on the second hole especially, I'm re- I was really counting the shots through the hole, kind of right. I need to, so I, I kind of hit not a great drive, but it was okay. And then the next shot was a duff. Now I'm going, right, well, if I get this one on the green, two parts is a par. And then when that doesn't work out, you're like, right, I really need to chip and putt in. And that doesn't work out. Now you're going, right, I need to sink this putt. And you're kind of putting pressure on every shot. Whereas actually, it's trying to get back to kind of the process of like, what's the right shot? Play the right shot. I just score up at the end. And I think there's a lot of different um, YouTubers and podcasts and stuff that really preach that. That as soon as you get focused on the score rather than the process, you're probably not in a good place. Whether that's counting up the hole whether that's counting up your score overall. In either case, you then get focused on the end rather than getting there. So even pros, they talk about kind of staying in the moment and playing the shot. So I think, again, whether it's press situation or not, 
I'm kind of trying to learn to just focus on that one shot, play the right shot, regardless of what the score is. Don't try and be a hero. There's 18 holes. You can start. You can save it on the rest of the course. Um, third, I hit it in a burn, which I never hit it in again. This is this kind of pressure just building up. And then I think by the fifth, I was just going right, screw it. I'm like, run's dead. Nine over, just go and enjoy it. Get after it on the tee. Go and play like nobody's watching that whole thing. Um, birdied the fifth. And suddenly it came back on again. You know how it is. Um, but it was really interesting round. I say, once I kind of had almost got that tension released and sort of loosened up, and I started hitting some greens. And um, I read somewhere recently, I think it was somebody's Facebook post, and they were kind of talking about the fact they compared a really good round and a not so good round. And again, the common wisdom is that it's, it's your putting. So people always talk about you rarely have a good round if you're not putting well. And that's true. But I think this guy said, well, actually I putt quite well in both rounds, but one was a high score, one was an okay score. And then you're thinking, well, okay, so maybe did you miss a lot of fairways? And I said, well, no, fairways are sort of roughly similar as well. Then he looked at greens and regulation, so approach shots with your irons. So how many greens have you hit with two shots and a par four, three shots and a par five, or hitting a green and a par three? And he said, this is where the biggest difference is. And I can totally agree with that. I haven't played last night, so the holes I was really struggling on was not getting to the greens in regulation at all. Um, and then there was a spell in the middle of the course, I think between 9 and uh, 13. Between 9 and 13, so 5 holes at 5. 5 holes at 4 pars. And I think every one of them was either green and regulation or just right on the edge, but still basically give myself a very, very good chance of two putts. Um, and I think the other thing in common with those holes was kind of getting the ball into the right area of the green. So on the course that I play, uh, most often for Trevi, there's a lot of kind of two-level greens, even three-level greens. And whilst you generally want to just focus on making sure you hit that green in regulation at the same time you really want to be on the right level if you can at all um, there is somewhere it's just an absolute killer to be on the wrong level so I think the 13th is the hardest hole in the course um, the third as well which is a par 3 there's two very very distinct levels the 18th as well and if you're on the wrong level you're absolutely trying to hammer the putt to get to the right one um, Equally, if you're on the higher level, the pins on the lower level, then you've got, you're just at the mercy of the slope. Um, so there was somewhere maybe I've, I've hit in that's maybe actually on the edge of the green, has gone through the green, but if I'm in the right kind of, almost, I'm going to split the green into quarters and think where the where's the flag, and if I get into the right quarter, then I generally am fairly confident of getting down into. Um, and yeah, I mean, apart from, I sunk a couple of, sort of mid-range pots, sort of 12 foot, nothing, no absolute monsters. A lot of really steady two pots, and I think the best thing is um, my pots from kind of sort of 15 feet and inside were all, even myself, kind of as good as tapping, so like sort of two foot to one foot to less. And there's nothing better than when your par pot is just a tapping. 
there's no sort of um i've got four or five feet a little bit of pressure on this and and that's there's a couple of those sunk on the way around as well but i think again that that long putt you get it in close to the flag and then just make your your power just a foregone conclusion tap it in and walk on that's brilliant and obviously you're giving yourself birdie opportunities as well so i think i had two birdies in that round which again when you think about the start of the round which was terrible so it really did improve and again i think there was kind of a lesson there not to completely give up on the round i know sometimes it's you have a start and maybe for lower handicappers if you hit one out of bounds or in the water or whatever it can completely kill you but for somebody like me and I guess for some of you guys listening that are kind of mid to high range handicappers even if you go and get an eight on a hole maybe a couple of eights it's not dead it's not obviously great and you want to be scoring lower than that but actually sometimes when that tension's released a little bit of okay well I can go and have a great round and this could be one I can really talk about and I can end up sharing it on a podcast or it could maybe it just carries on that way and the round's dead and that's kind of what you expected anyway you can live um but yeah at the end of the day you gotta remember that golf is what we enjoy it um i'm 30 now so i think my chances are going pro probably behind me so at the end of the day even if i have three or four bad holes i've still paid for a round of golf or a membership whatever it may be and i might as well go and enjoy the next 14 holes um and i think that's really what i did last night and i think because i then started playing well i really did enjoy the next 14 holes um and as an aside, I've been tracking my rounds and I'd worked out that I powered every hole on the course apart from the 18th um, until last night. So I managed to get a par on the 18th, which I was really happy with. And I think probably the people in the clubhouse looking out probably didn't quite understand why I was celebrating quite so much. Um, but I was, <laughs> I was delighted because I've been trying to I put a bit of pressure on myself the last three or four rounds. It was like, I want to want to par this hole. Um, it's, it's a very long par four. Um so I had two, an absolute crack and drive. I think I hit about six iron sweets and up, still a little bit short. Good chip onto the green, left myself about three or four foot and sunk it. So yeah, there's little challenges as well are really good, almost for taking your mind off sometimes. I think there was really alternatives, a few different alternatives there. So I could have looked at my virtual open score and said, right, I want to I wanna get up another place. So pressure on. Or I could have said, right, this is my handicap. I'm 16 over. I need to get down in less than double bogey to be under the 18, which is what I'm sort of targeting. But instead of that, I had this kind of, in my head, slightly stupid little side challenge of, I want to par this, because I'm not part it yet. And that was almost, that's almost a positive thing of, like, I want to do this rather than I want to not do. I want to not get a double bogey or I want to not get a bogey. It was, I want to get a par, go and play positive. So, um, yeah, really enjoyable round. Really thankful for the weather. It was nice, calm night. Not very often you get to play in Fife and there's no wind. And it's now Saturday afternoon and I'm recording this and it is absolutely pelting down with rain. So it was the right decision to play last night and I pity the guys that are playing the competition today. But hopefully that's just the the weather out of the system and then we'll get back to the glorious sunshine we've had and we're all getting used to in Scotland. Tropical Scotland as it's now known. Um but yeah thanks for listening guys. Um I really appreciate all the support. Um 
give me a comment or a message over on Instagram if you've got kind of any thoughts on playing under pressure. Do you play well under pressure? Do you struggle with it? Maybe you struggled with it in the past and some things have helped you. Um, I'd really love it to get a little bit more interaction on Instagram with people talking to each other and helping each other and sharing some of those tips. Um, yeah, and also I am keen on trying to get to get a get-together at some point. So if you do happen to be in Scotland and you're listening to this, give me a shout. Um, yeah, keen to try and get some sort of uh, golf day together before the end of the summer if we can. But thanks for listening. Keep playing. Enjoy your golf.